Welcome to Pete's Property Podcast, brought to you by Buyers Buyers and hosted by Pete Wargent, buyers agent, finance and real estate expert, and all-round property guru, plus published author. Join Pete for 30 minutes as he chats all things property with a new guest each week. Learn practical tips from the movers and shakers in the property industry and well-known personalities sharing their property journeys. G'day, welcome to this week's episode of the Pete Wardgett Property Pod. I'm thrilled today to have a very special guest, Cheryl Leong from the Growth Hub. Cheryl, welcome. It's great to have you on. It's fantastic to be here, Pete. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us a bit about your background and um, then we'll come on to talk a little bit about what you do at Growth Hub. Yeah, absolutely. So um, without taking up a whole two hours, just, just in brief, <laughs> I'm I'm very much of a, a proud, proud mum, but also a bit of a, a property nerd. Um, I've been involved in property for a from a pretty young age, my my dad was in construction, and back in the good old days, this is back in the eighties when you could bring your children on site and stick them in the car while you had a meeting. <laughs> I used to watch um, properties being built, and I was just fascinated as to how you know people would come together and 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 build things and create homes and communities. Um, so it was from then I got quite sort of fixated as to property and how I could be part of building. communities communities. And I guess um, from that, um, sort of going forward into my adult years, it has always been around how can I utilize the power of property to be able to connect people, sort of financial wealth, not just for my myself, but how I can also contribute to people's journeys in terms of their you know, freedom and, and, and building you know, financial and, and life freedom. That's yeah, so is that where the idea for Growth Hub came from then? It was a part of it because it, what I noticed, um, having different roles in businesses sort of structured around property, I realised that a lot of people, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a mum with young children. One of the things I realised early on, I read this book called The 4-Hour Workweek. A few of you might have seen that. And it opened up my eyes to this idea of outsourcing and freelancing. And I realized I didn't have to be the person that did everything in in my property journey or in my business or in my life. Um, So very early on when I first, this was about 10 years ago, when I read the book and I was starting up my own business and and being in property, I was like, oh, what are the things, and I had my daughter, what are the things I can have someone help me do? All the sort of, whether it was research, whether it was basic admin, and it was life-changing absolutely life-changing and so I've had quite a you know a a varied experience from then but over the last two years two or three years I realized that we're all these other business owners that were struggling with time just people everyday people not even in business like people who wanted to to do things you know have a side hustle do other things outside of their full-time work but just didn't have time and so I remember the the book uh so Tim Ferriss yeah. Four hour work week, and I think um, th- there was a lot of um, chat in that book about the Pareto principle and the eighty twenty rule. Absolutely. And I think um, a lot of the book. I mean, I was working when I first read it. I was still working full time in professional services, and mm. I think I missed a little bit of the point of the book because obviously a big chunk of it 
is targeted at business owners uh, being able to outsource various parts of what they do. But yeah. I think what I partly missed was that you can actually apply those same principles even if you're working full-time. Certainly the 80-20 rule, focusing on doing the few things that get the results and not getting bogged down in all the the, the minutiae of, uh, of things that, that stop Absolutely. you achieving goals. Um, but also the outsourcing aspect as well, and particularly for people investing in property, because I guess the whole idea is you're building a dream team of professionals to help you instead of trying to do it all yourself. Absolutely. And you apply it to, to property. I mean, how much time have you sitting down going, what am I trying to do in my property journey? And write down all the things that you do in terms of the tasks that you do. And, and that builds up your bank of things that I do for property. And then you sort of sit down and go, which are the parts that I really need to be a part of? And then you sort of realize now, I mean, for a lot of people who are working full time, their biggest challenge is time, right? So what can you do to be able to pay someone to do something that you're unable to do, but when you're working, someone else is working as well so that you just get left with the 20% stuff? Yeah. So I I guess uh, as a property investor, uh, when you're starting out and you have one property, you can you can start to, well, for example, you could actually manage the property yourself. You could find the tenant, mm-hmm. uh, sign the lease. You could do the uh, the cleaning up and the, uh, the day-to-day maintenance. But if you're trying to grow a portfolio of properties, that becomes quite difficult and pretty tedious if you're not a if you're not that way inclined. Um, yes. So that's one area, obviously. And then you start thinking about things like um, depreciation schedules, which you know, as an accountant, in theory, I could have a go at, but then I think, well, actually, I'm better off finding somebody who's a full-time expert who can do this thing properly. So I suppose the the general idea of outsourcing is essentially do what you do best and then outsource the rest. And I I guess so you can focus on where you add the most value. Yeah. And so the what how I look at it, I look at all the tasks that I do and I do think about it. I go, wait, do I enjoy it? And I'm an expert in it. And even if I enjoy it, am I really the, is it the best use of my time? All right. And if it's not, then delegate it or outsource it to someone else. If it requires specialist skill, right? Like you said, if it's depreciation or something like that, and it involves specialist skill, then get a specialist to do that. All right. Property management, you know, there are aspects of it where you sort of go, maybe I can do it myself, but if I don't have, if I'm not that way inclined, I'll also outsource it to someone else. But it's more like the, you know, if there are administrative things on research, because that takes a lot of time. Like if you're, if that's, if you're getting bogged down by that stuff that one, you may not actually really like to do, you like to do the negotiation, you like to do, you know, do the open for inspection, then do that and look at how you can create a little bit of a system, like a process right? If I'm going to be researching this area, can I create a 10-step process that someone can follow and do yeah. exactly what I do? Yeah, well, that, that makes perfect sense. I'm I'm just thinking back to when I was uh, 20 years old and um, I've got an older brother who's um, he worked in a law firm in the city. And I remember he used to have a cleaner. And I used to think when I was a youngster, I used to, I'd never have a cleaner. Imagine paying you know, paying somebody to effectively clean up the kitchen and sweep up after yourself. Yeah. 
But yeah. then obviously as I got a bit older, now I've got two kids, I'm definitely not good <laughs> at cleaning and I don't enjoy it. And yes. now I'd never be without a cleaner. And the same applies to things like ironing and other household chores. Now, I guess those are household type activities, but what yeah. sort of stuff do people outsource to you at the Growth Hub? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, this is this is such a cool thing because really anything that can be done virtually these days um, can be outsourced. You know, and I'll give I'll give an example. I mean, we work with a lot of um, property business owners, so I'll give you an example like buyers agents, property investment consultants, developers, investors. So a lot of the 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 typical things will be research. They do a lot of research. So they're, you know, building up a list of properties that are part of your shortlist. So they can do, they can do that. My EA, which means extraordinary assistant, Mm -hmm. helps with um, she's my calendar ninja. So, you know, she looks at my calendar. And if Pete says, I need an hour with Cheryl, she just does her thing. You know, emails. I don't read all my emails. I've got someone to go through and filter through them and work out what's important for me to actually action and what's important to actually reply to as well. Um, so these are sort of the basic things, but I mean, I've seen like, like really there's so much that's possible these days with technology. It's incredible. My whole team is remote. Even, even my team that's in Sydney and Australia, they're remote. I don't need to actually see them face-to-face if I don't need to. But there's so much that we can do now. It it really just comes down to what do I want to let go of? What do I need someone to be able to help me with? Yeah, I mean, I think um, the part of the big point of uh, Tim Ferriss's book was creating not only financial freedom but also time freedom. I guess Mm. that's the precious commodity that, as uh, Jim Rohn said, you can always get more money but you can't get more time so in mm. some senses time is more valuable i guess yeah. if you're trying to uh, be an entrepreneur you've got to really focus on the most effective parts of what you do to get the key re- results um, and then you can outsource the other stuff that's peripheral and i kind of test this meeting was set up by your ea and it it all worked uh, perfectly smoothly are there any um, potential disadvantages to outsourcing because i guess one of the things i struggled with initially was thinking well you know by the time i've trained somebody else to do this i may as well just do it myself and so you've yeah potentially yeah. got some training time and then um i guess if you don't have someone you uh, trust then there's potential issues with yeah. confidentiality because we've got somebody who does stuff for us in noosa but mm. it's somebody that i guess i trust you can open my post it doesn't matter if we're not mm. here Mm. Um, so are there any potential disadvantages and how do you get around those? Well, I'd say, you know, I mean, I always do sit down and I and, and I assess if someone has a need, is it is it essential that they are, and this comes out, like, what do you need? Is it a face-to-face? Is it a, you know, do you need to go and speak to agents? Um, and so, well, that's something, you know, can you outsource it? And when it's outsourcing, outsourcing, you know, there's a whole range of terms because you could be outsourcing to a buyer's agent that negotiates for you, right? Um, you can outsource, you know, someone ringing up the agents. That can be someone from overseas, you know, if they've got a fantastic um, speaking manner. We've got lots of people that that do that. So it's more a matter of understanding the skill that's required and finding the right people for it. 
So it doesn't really matter so much. It's and and where I see people that have in inverted commas failed in outsourcing or um is more so thinking that they're gonna get a unicorn that can do everything. That I'm gonna plug someone out from Upwork, Fiverr, whatever. I'll give, you know, they'll know via osmosis (laughs) what I need, which is because we're so busy and and we sort of think, oh, everyone knows what I want to achieve, right? So where where it's more so how to ensure you can outsource and delegate successfully, it does require a little bit of time at the front to sort of go, I'm going to, this is going to be short-term pain for long-term gain because once you do that and you've got the process in place you don't have to do it again for example every month um, my ea processes my bupa claims i just send her my email she does all of that takes her 10 minutes but that's 10 minutes of my time i could be doing something else and if you think about it you sort of go but it only takes five or ten minutes I refer to the term death by a thousand cuts. How many five or 10 minute blocks do you have in your week, right? It all accumulates. So the more that you can have someone take that off your plate, it allows you to actually focus on the important stuff as opposed to being distracted on small things. Do you want to save on buyer's agent fees? You could save thousands with buyer's buyers. As Australia's most extensive network of buyer's agents, We can lock in highly competitive prices. Plus, our national network of buyer's agents are some of the best in the business. So get the buyer's buyer's advantage and talk to us today. Call 1-800-975-051 or visit buyersbuyers.com.au. One of the difficult things in recent years has been getting attached to an iPhone and almost being lost without it because as you said there's things like emails and calendar reminders and all of those things it actually makes it quite hard to escape I mean one of the good things over the past couple of years or maybe it was a blessing in disguise is that I, I got stuck overseas during COVID that's right I remember that uh, so many uh, nighttime phone calls with you Cheryl and uh, I I mean, in a in a way, though, it actually forced me to work remotely without doing mm. the face to face meetings and mm. some of those things that can actually suck up hours and hours of your time. And mm. as it transpired, I was away for a long time, and the world kept turning, and stuff kept getting done. So, and actually, you've just reminded me of another good case in point. There, I spent years training as an accountant, but. When it comes to financial year end, I've got a few different companies. We've got personal tax returns for me mm. and my wife, and we've got to do UK tax returns. But I would never do my own tax these days mm. in bookkeeping. I could because I'm qualified to do it, but it would take hours and hours of my time. It could be better spent uh, essentially doing more important stuff. Um or being so, on the beach. Well, uh, uh, yes, if only. <laughs> Don't let everyone know my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, busy. I'm busy working on the beach. Yeah, I need to uh, tone down the Instagram post. <laughs> um, so, do you think? Um, so, the, on the COVID point, um, that's obviously changed living habits quite a lot over the past couple of years. I know on the Sunshine Coast, we've had. COVID refugees who effectively couldn't go into the office, so they've moved up here. So obviously there's going to be more remote work and more flexible work and Mm. 
to mm. some degree, there's places like the Central Coast that have become really popular because people don't have to go into the office every day. Is this um, increasing the opportunities then for, for people to use things like outsourcing? I think it's more so allow people to think more broadly as to what's possible. Outsourcing has always, has been there for quite a long time, but we've been so used to this idea of hustling. We're busy, 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 busy. We've got it, it's almost like a a tag that if you if someone says they're not busy, are they doing enough in their day? Mm. And I think what COVID did was helped us shift our perspective about our priorities and what's important. That busy and hustling doesn't necessarily have to be the state that we need to be in. We've actually got to be clever with how we're spending our time because travel and busyness and everything actually takes us away from what we really, really value, which is, you know, time with family, time doing the things that we love. Like COVID was such a big eye-opener around, you know, what really, and that's why people moved around so much in Australia because it's like we want the lifestyle. People didn't say, I want to move around so I can, earn more, you know, that wasn't the point. During COVID, it wasn't about earning more. It was around, you know, preserving what's important to us and that lifestyle. And so I think it's been able to have people think more laterally around how can I put in place systems or the team around me to help me achieve this this level of financial freedom and lifestyle that I really want in my life. Yeah, it's a really good point, actually. If you go to a, any kind of a social event, people grab a drink and you sort of say, oh, how have you been going? It's almost 100% of the time people will say to you, I've been really busy. It's almost become yeah. essentially a badge of honour, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a, a, and potentially even a, a sign of success, being really mm. busy. But it's mm. it's almost invariable that's the response you get from people. But it needn't necessarily be a good thing if you're spending a lot of time stuck in the office, as you said, scheduling, checking emails, doing things that sure. could be better outsourced. Um, so tell us a bit about what you do at Growth Hub then. What does your day look like and how do you help your clients achieve their goals? Have you got any uh, good sort of case studies or examples you could? I have a fabulous story to tell. Actually, I've just <laughs> got off a phone with with um, with uh, new clients. They're, they've got a they've got a cleaning cleaning business. They're two, two brothers. I'm, I'm helping them through. So they've got a new um, champion, which is like a virtual assistant that helps them in their business so that she's come on board full time. Um, but I'm taking them through this process of creating their end-to-end workflow, their systems, because they're wanting to grow their business and get a lot, you know, um, grow more cleaners and all of that. But I sat down with them and said, what's your ultimate goal for this? Why are you doing this? right? And what is your personal and and your business goal? They said, Cheryl, our ultimate goal is to be able to build a business that essentially operates without us, has great cash flow, but allows us to then go back to Nepal where they're originally from and create impactful community-driven projects and businesses. But we need to set up a business that allows us to do that, right? And so I sat down with them and, and it was understanding where they're actually wanting to head towards, which has allowed me to sort of understand how can I help them, whether it's through systems, whether it's through team, 
to be able to get to that point where I can effectively help them exit the day-to-day of the business. And ultimately, that's what business, business owners want to do. If you're unable to exit yourself out of business, you're essentially still in a job. So, and, and same thing, I look at property investing as a business because business is just a vehicle. Property is just a vehicle to create some sort of financial wealth. So you've got to look at property, if it's investing or developing, whichever, as a vehicle. Likewise, that same mindset of how can I ensure that I've got the right systems and the team in place to help me get to that end goal. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I know that you do quite a lot of stuff on the real estate theme with uh, property professionals as well. What sort of stuff do you do for people who are in the industry? So in the industry, we work with a lot of buyer's agents. And what we've realized is there's so much in a buyer's agent's um, day-to-day that that can be done by someone else. I, I find that um, a lot of buyer's agents are fantastic. Their skill, their superpower is finding the right deal, negotiating, and you know creating those strong relationships with their clients. However, all the other stuff in terms of the research and the operational and the keeping, you know, keeping the client care going takes up a lot of time. Uh, we have champions or virtual assistants that work with, with the clients to be able to do all that back-end stuff, all that back-end operational stuff so that the buyer's agent can really just focus on, uh, you know, working through and getting some great deals for their clients. So that's just an example of what we how we help. So, Cheryl, if people want to find out more about the Growth Hub and what you do, where should they go to to find out more? Yeah, absolutely. So the the best place to go, I'd say, is to our YouTube channel because there's a whole lot of videos in there and it'll give you an idea as to what really resonates with you, what applies to you. So if you go to YouTube, type in the Growth Hub. Um, there might be a global at the end. If you have trouble, just type in my name at the end as well, Cheryl. And there'll be a whole lot of videos in there. If you just want to have a chat to see whether there's something that you can, that, you know, that will be helpful for you, feel free to drop me an email, Cheryl at the Growth Hub. Io, so it's not com.io, so Cheryl at the growth hub.io, and I can see, you know, if we can help or at least point you in the right direction, be more than happy to. Fantastic. And uh, full disclosure, I've been a growth hub client and we've had a number of fabulous assistants and always been a happy customer. So I guess what it's all about is just putting a value on your time because, as the old quote says, you can always get more money, but you can't get more time so focus on doing what you do best and then outsource the rest and on that note Cheryl it's a beautiful sunny day here so I think I might go and outsource the washing of the car to my <laughs> two toddlers and uh, they can earn some good pocket luck, money good luck with that you can't ensure the quality when you're when you're doing it with toddlers but <laughs> no rule with an iron fist in this household so uh, Cheryl thank you so much for coming on and look forward to chatting again soon when I can outsource uh, to Most your fabulous time. team again more stuff. Thank you so much, Pete. It's been an absolute pleasure and take care. Enjoy the sun. Ciao. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Pete's Property Podcast, powered by Buyers Buyers. Don't forget to subscribe and join us next time as Pete chats all things property with a new guest. And just a reminder that the information provided in this podcast is general advice only and doesn't take into account your personal financial situation or needs. 
you should always consult a licensed professional to discuss your individual personal circumstances.